Today, Shirtanya, we are learning the fifth essay in Kuntres Achren. The fifth essay is going to explain in greater detail a question that was mentioned in the previous fourth essay. The general theme of the fourth essay is that when a Yid does the action of a mitzvah, when a person is also learning about how to do the mitzvahs, both positive and negative, that draws additional godliness down into all of the worlds, including this world, and therefore it affects an aliyah, it affects an elevation in this lowly world. Now really there's another detail to that, and that is, is that during the times of Golos, when we have sparks of godliness, so to say buried in this world, entangled in the physical world, our avoido also affects a birur. In other words, it disentangles, it separates the sparks of Kedusha from its lowly state. It's trapped in a lowly state and it is also elevated and it goes back to its source. In the future, no more birur will need to happen because there won't be any more sparks that are trapped. But nevertheless, as the Alter Rebbe is going to write at the end of today's Shir Tanya, the Avoida, the mitzvahs, and the learning about the mitzvahs will always continue. Because no, even if we don't need to affect a birur, but there's always the need of increasing in godliness and elevating the world to even a higher level. But this essay is focusing about the birur part of our actions and about of our study. Now, as we learned in the last essay, being that the sparks of Toyu are here in this world, I need to engage in this world, I need to engage with this world in order to effectively disentangle, discover the sparks of Kedusha, and then elevate it above. That happens when a person does a mitzvah. Furthermore, when the person is learning about keeping the mitzvah, since I can only keep it if I learn about how to do it, so the learning is the beginning of the keeping. So even the learning also affects a birur. Now what about in the negative commandments? How do we elevate something by not doing it? We're not, we're not engaged with it. We're speaking about elevating something which is in the physical world. So the way that works is that since the person, when the person is faced with some scenario of this world to which some of me is attracted, some of me desires to do it, and I refrain from doing it, so my refraining elevates the spark, the holy spark, which is buried in that scenario in the physical world. And likewise, when a person therefore is learning about what one may not do, so the learning is the beginning of the refrain, so it also elevates, it also affects a birur. The question the Alter Rebbe mentioned in brief that will be answered and elaborated in today's essay, in the fifth essay, is what about certain negative behaviors that hardly ever come up? And therefore, the person is not aware of it. The person is not attracted to do it. So how do we elevate sparks of holiness that is buried in the physical world if we're not engaged with the physical world? And furthermore, as the Alter Rebbe asked, Learning about those things, how will learning about those behaviors that may not be done, but they're not on my radar, I don't care about them. There are actually certain negative commandments that may never exist in the physical world. So how does learning about those negative commandments affect the birur? Now really this question was asked in the fourth essay, but Al-Tarebbe now gives a detailed response to it in today's shir. And the Altareb explains the following. 
that every unholy action can only exist because it's being enlivened with life from the world of Klippa. If it wouldn't have a life source, it would not be. Now, if God does not want for this to be, so then the life force is in the world of Klippa. All of the negative commandments, including those that may never even exist, even though they won't exist in the physical world, but they exist in the, in the spiritual world of Klippa. Where does Klippa get life from? Klippa gets life from Kedusha. So says the Alter Rebbe, and this is true particularly when it comes to learning Torah, that when a Yid is learning Torah, and as we explained in the last essay, we are thus drawing a much higher level of godliness down into all of the worlds. When the origin of Klippa is imbued with additional godliness, it does not allow itself to become and to give life force to Klippa. It does not allow itself to become the source of Klippa, nor to give life force to Klippa. So indeed, even when I'm learning about something that doesn't manifest in the physical, it also affects a birur, a separation, a disentanglement. It does not allow for it, for godliness, to be a source for that type of klipa. So therefore, learning about all of the negative commandments will always affect the birur during the time when we, when we need to do the avoid of birurim. But like we mentioned, in the future, once all of the sparks of godliness are already disentangled, the avoid will always continue, but the avoid in the future, both about keeping all the mitzvahs and about learning about all the mitzvahs, will be simply to add in godliness, both drawing that greater level down and by elevating the world even more.